Welcome to Unclouded Eye, your eye in the sky. I am your planetary observer, Ash Brooks. Hello, and thank you for joining me. I am here today to talk about a couple big shifts that are happening this coming weekend. And both of these are happening on Saturday, November 21st. But again, I'm trying my best to just talk about transits and ingresses on the show that we can kind of feel for more than a few days. And these particular ingresses we're going to be experiencing for at least a few weeks apiece. So it's worth talking about and we can kind of sink into the energy and really get to feel it in the flow of our lives. The first is Venus moving into Scorpio on Saturday the 21st at 8.21 a.m. Eastern Time. And Venus is coming out of its home sign, one of the signs that it rules over, Libra. And it's moving from a position of feeling comfortable to what is considered a position of detriment. Venus in Scorpio, Venus is in its detriment here. And what does this mean exactly? Well, when a planet is in its home sign, I really like to use the metaphor of a party for this. And it can really give you a picture of what the energy is like. So when a planet is in its home sign, then it's like it's throwing its own party. It is the host of the party. It feels comfortable here. It is setting the rules for itself. It gets to determine exactly what kind of party it wants. You know, I mean, not all of us are party people necessarily, but when a planet is in the sign that it rolls over, it gets to decide exactly what it wants for the party. Maybe the party is everyone playing chess. That's the party, you know, or maybe it's a rager. It depends on the planet. It depends on the sign. But when a planet is in what's considered its detriment, it means that it's showing up to someone else's party. And it's somebody else's party who maybe doesn't see things the same way that this planet does. So let's make it a little more specific. Venus just came from its own party here in Libra, where it was for the last few weeks. And Venus in Libra, this is like the most beautiful, elegant party ever. And Venus adores that type of energy. It wants to be surrounded by beautiful things and people that are having a wonderful time socializing. It's that kind of energy. Venus had a great time at its own party. But now it's entering this party that is being thrown in the sign of Scorpio. And you know whose party that is? That is Pluto's party. Pluto's idea of a party is very different from Venus's idea of a party. Pluto's party is going to probably get a little dark. It might be a little more uh, masochistic, you know. And Venus isn't necessarily comfortable in that environment. Pluto would like a party where everyone's kind of talking about deep things and deep emotions and Venus is uncomfortable by that and doesn't really do as well in that scenario because Venus loves to keep things harmonious and light and to really avoid conflict and Pluto is not about that. So if you can think about that metaphor and whenever a planet enters a new sign, see who the ruling planet of that sign is and then you can be like, oh, okay, this is who is throwing this party. 
So in this case, Venus is going to be a little uncomfortable here in Scorpio, but that doesn't mean that we can't have a good time while Venus is here. It doesn't mean that our relationships are necessarily going to suffer. It just means that we have to kind of play by the rules that Scorpio has assigned us here in this, this party. <laughs> so there's a focus on honesty above all in relationships. And when Venus was in Libra, it was more about working together to mediate conflict, to find the harmony. But now that Venus is in Scorpio, it's really crucial that we be incredibly honest with both ourselves and our intimate partners, our close friends, our family. Honesty is really key and being as direct as we can manage to be. Sometimes when Venus is in Scorpio, I find that it is extremely difficult to keep things from somebody very close to you. And it's interesting because Scorpio is, by nature, a very secretive sign. But there's a difference between secrecy and outright lying. And I think I've discussed this on the podcast before. And it's okay to maybe hole up with your partner, hole away from the rest of the world, that's a very Scorpionic energy. And Venus in Scorpio really likes that. It likes to kind of sink into a private routine with someone close, which is excellent for this time of year anyway. It's a little bit of a darker placement for Venus. And that doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily have to deal with negativity during this time in our relationships. It just means that we might not be able to just keep things at the surface. We're going to need to dive deep. We're going to need to really express ourselves. And you may find that you have the best success in your interpersonal relationships when you are very emotionally honest this month. And if you can't be emotionally honest in that moment, then just taking some time to yourself, doing the kind of Scorpio pull back and hide away in your own little space, your own little shell. That is a very useful tactic during Venus and Scorpio season. And Venus is going to be here in Scorpio until December 15th, so just a few short weeks, typical Venus transit, but just a good thing to be aware of going forward. The other big transit that is happening on Saturday the 21st is the sun entering Sagittarius and kicking off Sagittarius season. Using my party metaphor, well, the sun is now entering the party that is being thrown by the planet that rules over Sagittarius. So this is Jupiter's party, yes. And the sun has a great time at Jupiter's party because the sun and Jupiter have a lot in common, really. The sun is very light and bright and optimistic and likes to be seen, likes to show off, likes to express and inspire and shine its light for all to see. And Jupiter is very much about similar things. Jupiter is big and expansive and benefic. It loves to give to others and to show people the joy in life. And these, this is a placement where the sun really thrives. We are moving out of the relative darkness of Scorpio season into Sagittarius season, which is technically a darker time. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, Sagittarius season is technically the darkest season because we are losing daylight every single day as we creep toward the winter solstice, toward when Capricorn season begins. But 
There is a brightness to Sagittarius season, and much of that has to do with the holidays, the holiday season, and all the lights that are put up and the cheer that is shown as we build up toward the holidays that come around the time when Capricorn takes over. And this is really a great metaphor for Sagittarius season, is keeping a light shining through the dark times. And expansive joy even when things are maybe difficult and using joy as a tool to inspire and to show others the way and to celebrate through gratitude and giving that is kind of the historical relevance of Sagittarian season whereas Scorpio season comes with the Halloween territory the Dia de los Muertos the dark more death-themed holidays, I guess you could say, and moving forward into a time of getting the firelight burning. This In our ancestors' time, we were really burning the flame at this point. We were starting to light the candles because there was so little daylight. And so Sagittarius season is really about keeping that light burning, keeping it going. And we're going to be here with the sun in Sagittarius until December 21st, which is the winter solstice when the sun enters Capricorn. And that is actually a huge day. This is one of the biggest days astrologically of the year. And I will definitely do a podcast episode about that day as we get closer. But there's a lot going on and a lot of it has to do with the ingress of Saturn and Jupiter into Aquarius, which are going to be happening back to back that week. And then they will be moving into conjunction with each other on the winter solstice. And I think there's a couple other interesting transits going on that day too. We will dive into that later on. So those were the two big ones that I wanted to share with you. But one other thing I want to mention is that these ingresses are occurring during a really lengthy void moon and we're going into this void moon on friday november 20th at 7 48 p.m eastern time and this void moon ends at 11:05 p.m eastern time on the 21st this is a 27 hour void of course moon which is extremely long and very unusual that doesn't happen all that often and what is meant by a void moon is that it is a moon that is making no aspects at all to any other planet and is just kind of floating in the sky on its own uninterrupted and It is traditionally thought of as a time when we may be a little bit lower energy. Maybe we're not wanting to do much more than rest and relax and kind of keep to ourselves. But you can also think of it as a moon that is completely unobstructed by any imposing energy upon it. There's no transits happening, whether good or bad. So in some ways, the moon is free to express itself and we can think then of being able to freely express our emotions without any sort of heaviness or interference from transiting planets. So that's one way to look at it. And as these shifts happen on Saturday, when the sun enters Sagittarius and Venus enters Scorpio, this is going to be happening during that lengthy void moon. 
And I think this is actually a good thing. I think that it will allow us to really feel the energy of these ingresses with little interference. And in some ways, it's going to allow us to reset. This void moon being so long is giving us a time to spend inward and to kind of cleanse our system. There's little in the way of just experiencing the pure raw energy of both your own sort of vibration and that of the cosmos without any sort of harsh feedback or harsh dissonance. Thanks so much for joining me. You can find me on Instagram at unclouded.i or at unclouded.i.blogspot.com for the full weekly forecasts. And I am working on a Patreon page, which I should have more information about soon. So I will definitely keep you updated about that. And you can find my record label with my partner, Matt, called Flower Room, at Flower Room Records on Instagram, or visit flowerroomrecords.bandcamp.com. Thank you. Till next time.